Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, as well, a uh, pleasure to be here. Uh, I think that fr from what we have heard so far in the morning and what is in the news uh, these days, we know that uh, we are dealing uh, in a complex timing in, in shipping. Uh, on one hand, we have a, a difficult market and the super cycle that we experienced uh, from 2003 to 2008, that's well over. Uh, on the other side, and we have speak, uh, covered a little bit uh, before, we have a complex regulation environment uh, because we want to decarbonize the, the shipping industry. Uh, and, uh, and then we have the third front, right, which is technology, digitalization and innovation, which uh, leads us to the, to the topic of our panel today, which is basically, is it going to be a fad or a means to an end? And that's what we are going to try to, to bring some more clarity, or at least some examples. Uh, from uh, from my fellow uh, panelists here, so so if we start maybe with uh, you know technology brings uh, challenges and opportunities, uh, could you share with us some of, for example, the risks, but also opportunities uh, that uh, yeah this trend can yeah. bring to us? Okay, sure, Johan. Okay, yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, good morning again, and good morning. Uh, now, I guess the first thing that comes to mind when I talk about risk is always cybersecurity. And this has been said uh, and also been mentioned so many times. Uh, but in my view, um, looking at the other industries, uh, the greatest risk and opportunity is basically, um, you know, finding the right digital solutions, right? Uh, that have that will become a platform. That will become a platform that will be able to be used by any other players, right? Uh, that are also able to communicate and to give insights to us. So I think that's the biggest uh, risk and opportunity that I can see. Mm -hmm. Good. What about from your side, Salvatore? So I think that um, if I look at the threat, obviously the cyber risk is uh, probably the main factor, although I see that in the industry, particularly for traditional shipping company, uh, we are not uh, operating a, a passenger vessel where I think that the risk is a little mm -hmm. bit different, but in our case, on the market, there are several um, instruments already available to mitigate that risk. But if I look at the opportunity box, it's much bigger than the risk part. And in fact, uh, I think that uh, it's also in a certain way making uh, life easier on board. It can help uh, ship owner to, um, let's say, not reduce cost, but have better spending mm -hmm. of their money. And there are a lot of other things which are coming to my mind, which we have implemented in our company, which uh, are there only because of, uh, of, uh, of uh, the digitalization process. The digitalization process was possible thanks uh, mainly to the fact of the high-speed communication which arrived on our vessel, because uh, the reason why the, the shipping industry was so slow in entering the digitalization was because we didn't have the connection before that on board of our vessel. But today, I mean, for example, if I look at the consumption of our vessels, we have today the opportunity on, uh, on a minute level to understand which is the consumption of every single generator on board of our vessel. So basically, we arrive to the point where we can benchmark the entire fleet and we can immediately pick up where there are, let's say, the hotspots. Mm -hmm. Very good. Constantinos, you have some experience in cybersecurity, yeah. yes, so maybe uh, also you can uh, um, con uh, comment sure, upon but it. I'm, I'm very glad that um, 
my fellow panelists and Salvador mentioned the high-speed communication on board vessels because mm -hmm. we have seen a, uh, an uptake on this and we've seen more and more vessels uh, installing very fast speeds, which enables the digitalization. Uh, the shipping industry, the maritime industry is catching up on digitalizing things. Uh, it's been a, a couple of years behind shore. Um, obviously, cybersecurity is a risk, but it's a risk in, I think, in every industry. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, when we leave our house, we lock the door, but we don't know if we will be, there will be, um, you know, a theft or something. So we do what's possible to be, uh, take our precautions as an industry. Um, digitalization, I think 2019 and going forward will be the beginning of seeing the benefits of digitalizations. And uh, it's, it's all about return on investment at the end of the day, making our ship more efficient uh, and, and, and trying to get the most out of the data. The data on board vessels has, has been available for many years. Engine monitoring, sensors, all of this has been something that's on, on board the vessel, but we haven't uh, taken the opportunity to take advantage of this information. And we need to know how and what we want to use it for. So I think um, digitization, is something that uh, will be big and it's, it's, there's still a lot more to come. Mm. Thank you. Um, you mentioned return on investment. You as a finance person, yeah. how do you see it? How do you pitch this uh, issue? I, I guess, yeah, I guess in, in any investments, um, whether it's capital assets or solution, um, you know, we, we always have to look at the, the return. And the, um, I guess the challenge here is that um, you know, unlike in the past, when you talk about digital technology, uh, you know, the solution was there, and you need to tweak it. Call it SAP, call it IMOS, or call it NS5 or AMOS, right? Um, but in, in the current state digitalization, I think there's a lot more opportunity in the sense that there will be a lot more engagement, which leads me to, the, uh, to your question. Um, when, it comes to, um, when it comes to investment, um, in the end, um, you know, you need to you need to you need to know um, not only how much, but uh, how fast can you get the return, mm -hmm. right? Um, and in the state today, uh, because most of us as ship owners are recovering, um, so the discipline is to be there in terms of in terms of uh, the money. Um, but having said that, as AET. Um, you know, uh, we have you know we have adopt technologies. Mm. We have embraced technologies, uh, whether in the systems uh, or even in the in the ships itself. Mm. Uh, when we talk about LNG, yeah, we have invested in some ships. Um, so, so if I'm asked in terms of uh, returns, uh, you know, when it comes to investment, people always say is the ROE, uh, you know, twelve percent, fourteen percent, or fifteen percent. Uh, here, to me. My guess is more of the speed of exactly. when you get the return. Um, so if I use a shipping analogy, you know, it's a question of do I get the return in one dry docking cycle or two dry docking cycle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Any other comments? So, uh, if I if I look it only on an economical perspective, I think it's we are in a very early stage to ascertain the real. Uh, uh, ROE. But if we look at uh, 
in a broader view, in the shipping view, which is, you know, we work in, a, in, a, in an industry where safety is always at risk, mm -hmm. and we work in an industry where we work with risk matrix, and we need to reduce risk. I think that uh, at the end of the day, digitalization is a good way, is a very good way, actually, to reduce the risk. Thanks to digitalization, we were able to bring on board of our vessel uh, continuous-based maintenance, for example, mm -hmm. which is a good example where by analyzing the vibration of certain equipment, I mean, we do a lot of things, but one of them is vibration monitoring, which cannot be done by the crew themselves. The sensors are on board. In the, in the engine room, they have a very nice screen to look at them, but at the end of the day, they are, let's say, not trained, not skilled to look at those numbers, while in the office, it's much easier to look at those numbers. And definitely, if you look at the vibra vibration, for example, of a turbocharger, and you can pick up in advance when there is a problem, you would definitely mitigate a lot your risk. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it goes down to your reputation, and reputation in shipping comes before everything. So I do think that uh, it is a very good uh, way to uh, invest in your company. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm, very good. Um, <clears throat> I, also, uh, I mentioned return on investment as something uh, which a lot of ship owners and ship managers are, are looking into, which um, we see with digitalization, uh, how, you know, how to follow this trend. It's, also, it's about the speed. I agree that it's when will I get my investment back? How will I uh, make more out of digitalizing my vessel? But it's also about, there's a risk about being left behind. More and more people, charters, are looking for efficient vessels. Um, environmentally safe vessels. So it's all about, it's also about being left behind the industry and, and coming to a point where uh, people are not going to charter your vessel because it doesn't have the correct uh, communication uh, or crew, crew welfare or um, uh, advanced weather routing where we can see, you know, going this, uh, this speed or this knots will save an amount of fuel. So it's about uh, following the trend, embracing it, and, and being part of, of digitalization, the way shipping industry works. You mentioned about uh, the feeling of being left behind. And uh, one of the risks that uh, I myself have heard when talking about digitalization with, uh, with the industries as well, the, the human element, and there's that risk, and that there's uh, this uh, feeling that, uh, you know, the fear of being left behind. Um, human element is really important uh, for us. How, how, do you, how do you approach that in your respective companies in order to take care of them and maybe retrain and make you know, them qualified with the correct risk killing? Yeah. Uh, how do you approach that? Yeah. Um, yes, uh, human element is one of the important aspects. Um, and the, the good news is this, um, whether we like it or not, um, data is there. Right, um, you know, uh, you just need to go to YouTube or to Netflix or whatnot. You search, and then you have something about um, about uh, how it impacts people. Right, I think the the duty as a company is to ensure that uh, we are giving the right exposure, right, the right the right training or retraining, right, and ensuring that over time, right our people will, will have the right mindset in terms of using and, and adapting to the new uh, technology. Mm -hmm. But I guess what is interesting is at least um, the industry 
is moving in the, dire in the right direction, right? Where with that, we can also attract the younger generation. Correct. Yeah. Mm, very important. Salvatore, what about the micro? So, I think that human element is the crucial aspect of the digitalization mm -hmm. story. And the crucial aspect because human element can mean, in the best of the case, the success when we talk about ROI. But in, uh, in the worst case scenario, it can mean an incident. That said, uh, I am, also because I'm quite young, I'm quite positive about uh, the, um, the issues that the crew on board is facing uh, about digitalization. And this is because we have uh, a lot of uh, young officers which have been growing uh, with smartphone and so on, so they are more user-friendly mm -hmm. in using uh, uh, new technology. There are a lot of good takes about uh, uh, the human, uh, about, uh, let's say, digitalization. For example, we are deploying some training on board, and a lot of them are also done by DNV GL. I know that you are among the, the pioneers in this, uh, which today, in the past, we, we had to call people in the office uh, just to provide a very small training. Today, we are able to provide the same training directly on board of the vessel, thanks to the technology, to send the training on board and to ensure that that training is exactly fitted for that vessel. So mm -hmm. this is something which I think is, is very, very, very good. Um, I sometimes I try to put it also in a different way. Let's imagine for one moment that we take uh, uh, a second officer who is a uh, maybe 27, 25 years old, and we put him on board of an old container vessel of 30 years with a Sulzer engine. That is, is exactly the same like going for a chief engineer who is 60 years old, ending up with a full electronic engine with full of sensors and so on. So, you know, the industry has demonstrated that it has adapted itself, and I think that we need to, again, do the same, uh, is something that we need to do a little bit step by step. It cannot go from zero to 100 in two seconds, but at the same time, having the right mix of crew on board, having the right support from the office, it can only give very positive feedback. Mm. Thank you. Well, okay, I mean, the time is all about helping um, ship owners and operators on the digital journey. So there's a lot of R&D done in order to be on top of this, the human element is very important. Um, we, see, we see a lot of people that fear technology. Uh, I, I see it for myself. I mean, sometimes when I sit with colleagues that are five or six years younger than me, and I feel that they're so much more advanced uh, working a computer or, or a laptop. Uh, but fearing what technology will do or digitalization will do about closing other jobs, but how many new jobs will open mm -hmm. with technology? And how many new roles will come out of, of digitalizing um, a vessel or, 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 or this? So it's all about embracing and, and kind of joining technology. Uh, we try to keep people educated and enlightened about what's coming. Uh, I, I read a lot about you know, statistics and, and people, young people who start uh, studying in university IT-related jobs. By the time they finish, what they've begun is old technology. And we have, you know, double the speeds, half the price every 18 months. So it's, it's hard to keep up. And we understand that the human element and, and the fear of, of this, but it's something that you need to embrace and join and, 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 and keep up to date with. And we try to educate people. And, and always we, we see the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel that uh, 
this, this part of the job is, is now obsolete, but there's another five things mm -hmm. you can do with, with the new data and, and the new technologies on board and, and, and the new, uh, you know, kind of computers and stuff. So mm -hmm. it's very important to mm -hmm. keep people always up to date and, and make them feel confident that they're part of technology and embrace it and join it. Mm -hmm. In the sorry, Christina, sorry, I wanted to add something on what Constantino sure. said, which came into my mind. Um, where I see a real risk of the human element in terms mm -hmm. of uh, digitalization is the fact that uh, young people on board uh, tend to put their hands much more on the computer than uh, what, uh, um, off what young officers used to do at the time when it came to touching engines. So several times we send people on board of the vessel of our ICT department just to restore things which the crew on board decided to alter it by their own. And to me, one of the um, biggest challenges for the industry will be to provide, uh, let's say, um, hammer-ready um, computers, which basically cannot be triggered in any way by the crew, but at the same time give us enough doors mm. to be managed from the shore and, when necessary, from the ship side. Now imagine, for example, about USB, okay? Um, a USB, today when agent comes on board, the class comes on board and so on, they always want to plug the USB inside. But today, on board, because of digitalization, we have a lot of things running on these computers. And at the same time, this USB, the most of the time, they bring virus and so on. And when you have a virus on board, you have a network, and the virus starts to go around the entire network. And this is a real problem. But unless the industry adapts themselves, and, uh, uh, and we can make it uh, that the... Sh that, that the that the, crew, that, the, that the people coming on board do not need to print on board using the USB, it will be very difficult to, let's say, proof uh, the, the infrastructure. Exactly. So, so there's a lot of training, right? Yes, and a lot that, of training uh, that, that needs to be to done. I mean, another exercise we did is uh, at the company, we, we put five USB sticks in the parking lot and five <laughs> people, and we said, who will pick it up and plug it in? And, uh, nevertheless, <laughs> somebody did. Yeah. Somebody did. So it's all about awareness mm. and, and knowing that a USB stick brings a virus with it or can be a risk to, to crucial equipment. It's, it's all about being aware. Mm. And, and when you talk about crucial equipment, I believe that it's a matter of fact. It's very important that you try to, to secure what you really need. Yes. For example, we keep all what is navigational computer pretty much separate from, every, from all the rest. Yes, definitely. That's, that's good. Constantinos, you have also been involved uh, in satellite communications in other industries. Uh, how, how do you see, maybe, and we compare the shipping with aerospace or others? Uh, the, the, I think the more of a challenge with the shipping industry is that you're, you have a mobile, something that's moving, mm. something that's changing um, countries and changing uh, direction. In comparison to other industries where you have land or governmental and, and you know that they're always in the same location and you set something up and it works, but the vessel is moving. It's moving from one satellite to another. Oh. So it's a bit more challenging to get the, let's say, the, the speeds or the required. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, it's all about the satellite link and, mm. and, and it's okay. quite similar. Good. So, uh, I mean, I think each company, depending on our position, we are embarking our own digital journey. Can you share a little bit uh, about your company's digital journey, how you are, uh, some learnings yes. and so forth? Um, the, the 
we have started with the simple things first. Mm-hmm. Um, things that you know, things that makes life easy for the crew, right? Uh, things that helps in terms of communication between the shore and the and the sea and sea staff. Um, now, the next things, the next stage is always, you know, how do you link those data, right? Uh, how do you give insights to those data, right? Mm. Uh, now we are, you know, we are working on it. Uh, we are working with our partners or even some of the universities here. Uh, but this is a journey, and, oh, yeah. and and I think the good news is that, as I say, there are enough experience in the market, mm-hmm. right? So I expect that once we can find the solution, mm-hmm. the solution that works, then it's something that can be adopted quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know, yes. Uh, are people excited in IT about it? Uh, yes, yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, the, the assignment is there um, to say there's no... Fi- that people are not fearful or do not have concern, I think this is something that and everybody has a fear. I mean, you know, changing, for me personally, changing from, or allowing my son to change from iPhone to a Samsung is a fear, right? Okay. Uh, here, you know, you're trying to put something new on the ship, huh? mm. or, or even the ship and the, and the shore. So this is, this is something that we should not take lightly. Mm. Thank you. Salvatore, whatever. You know, we we have today, we started basically uh, looking into digitalization for mainly for the consumption. Mm-hmm. After that, we went into digitalization, we started looking into the maintenance. So condition-based maintenance and so on. We had already the, everything installed on board, but we understood that the crew was not so good in managing the system, so we wanted to bring it to shore. But today we went to a completely different uh, level. We are building our um, our shore uh, command center from where we are not absolutely planning to take over the control of the vessel. It's actually something completely different. We are planning to give full support of the ve- to the vessel. The very interesting thing is that we are bringing ashore all the alarms, all the sensors and everything which is on board, including the part of the cargo, which means that when a vessel is conducting cargo operation, we are uh, bringing uh, even the alarms of the cargo operation ashore, but uh, also the one on the on the on the navigational part and on the um, and on the engine side. Obviously, with a lot of challenges because, for example, when it is through navigation, we want to have the possibility to receive the data, but we wanted to be sure that the data could not be feeded in. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, for example, for navigation, we use the Voyage Data Recorder, which, mm-hmm. as you know, is a good instrument to record everything, but for sure, the Voyage Data Recorder is not giving any input to, to, to the instrument on board. Besides this, we are also investing a lot in, for the welfare of our crew on board, because we feel that that is a very good, um, let's say, payback uh, to our crew for what they do every day on board mm-hmm. of our vessel. And at the end of the day, I don't think that digitalization will replace the people on board, it actually will only make uh, uh, their life much easier. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Constantinos? So, uh, like I said before, I mean, Dodoteo is, is all about helping ship operators and uh, owners understand the digital's journey. So we need to be ahead of the game. Uh, we need to be on top of everything. And, 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 and that 
we also do that in-house. So if you're talking about our colleagues and, and how we do it, we spend a lot, uh, a lot of time and effort making things more efficient and uh, digital processes in place and showing uh, both the younger generation and the older generation um, more efficient ways to, to operate and, and understand and, and to how to digitalize. Or oh, if I do it like this, then it, I save 10 minutes on this. So it's very important. And with the same kind of concept, we do a lot of research and development for the ship operators. Mm -hmm. uh, digital control rooms is very big now. Mm -hmm. And receiving the positions and, the, and, the, and how, what do I do with them? What can I gain with them? So it's all about being ahead of the game and, and um, embracing this, uh, this, this you know, digital era. Salvatore, you mentioned before that uh, one of the key things was having this mixing crew, right? Young uh, and, uh, and people with much more experience. Yes. Yeah, and you have that in those in yes, your absolutely. Letters. Can you share a little bit how is that working? Is there resistance or...? Uh... Uh, there, is, there is no resistance. Obviously, the, the older the crew uh, gets, uh, the more they, um, let's say, they, they take the system as it is and they say, okay... Uh, tell me just how it works and I'm more than happy. Mm -hmm. The younger it is, the more they want, uh, you know, it's, it could be nicer if you, if, uh, if you could do this and so on. Also because by developing uh, basically all of, all of that in-house, they know that if we want to change something, we can. Yep. And for this reason, they start to become very demanding, mm -hmm. which sometimes is also very good because we can make things easier for them. Mm -hmm. um, so this is, uh, this is quite positive. Another very good thing is that we see uh, a lot of things happening in the way that it was before, only the chief engineer, for example, teaching to the engine staff. Now there is sometimes the chief engineer asking help to his engine staff on how to do things on the computer. So I think this, is a, this, is a, this, this can be very helpful. Um, what uh, was probably the most interesting part was the surprise uh, to what they understood, because at the beginning when we said, okay, gentlemen, we're going to bring all this data to the office, they started to fear that our main aim was to control them. Correct. So as soon as we arrive, we, we do regularly, we run our uh, ship short seminar, and in one of those seminars, we basically, we had all the chief engineers and all the masters and so on, and we started, you know, we have canceled all the name of the vessel because we don't want to make any race here, but we want to show you the potential of the system. And suddenly they were seeing that we could easily benchmark vessel, not only in terms of, let's say, performance uh, intended in how things, uh, how much uh, fuel oil you were consuming, but more likely, ah, you see this vessel, the vibration of the turbocharger of this vessel or, or the temperature of this, uh, of this auxiliary engine is higher compared to the rest of the fleet, mm -hmm. which are on the same sister vessel. So something must be wrong here. We need to intervene. And when they saw this, they understood the real potential of it. And when they went back on board, they started, the old people started to uh, force the young people to, let's say, even more learn on the system. Okay. Okay. Very good. I, 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 th I thought of a very funny story when you asked the question. Is uh, One of my customers, uh, they were getting new cadets on board. And when the two cadets, they went on board, the first question they asked the master was, could I have the Wi-Fi code? So the master looked at them and gave them a number. So the two cadets, they left, uh, they left his cabin and they were walking around the vessel half a day looking for the Wi-Fi, but there was no Wi-Fi on board. So, okay. <laughs> so but okay, it's, I think it's a mix of taking the experience and the knowledge of the, 
um, older generation, I say older generation, but uh, the more experienced mm -hmm. generation, and the, and the kind of the field that a, uh, a younger person that has the digital experience who's grown up with Facebook and the laptop, and you know, they say that my grandchildren will probably never meet a keyboard. Well, we, we use keyboards. So it's kind of mixing the two and taking the experience and the experience of the being born in a, in a digital era and mixing the two together to get the best results. Perfect. Thank you. Are there any questions from the floor? We have two minutes, a little bit less than two minutes. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> So definitely, maybe we can do a quick round, just saying, is it, uh, you know, it will be a digitalization, will it help us or harm us? Okay, um, maybe I start first? Yes, please. Yeah. So, I mean, our thoughts or my thought is that it will help us. Uh, you know, it will bring positive impact to the industry. Um, and I think in the end, we have to work together and to find the right ecosystem as well. Um, either with, you know, among ship owners or with... with, with, with uh, partners or even with the authorities, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Thank you. I think it is a very, very, very big opportunity which we cannot leave on the table. What we should avoid to happen is that each ship owner goes by his own. Mm -hmm. So, and this is the reason why we, we always try to cooperate. When, whenever we build something, we try to operate with big companies. For example, we have developed the last things with Serena and um, Telemar, mm -hmm. uh, so that then the, then the same product can be sold on the Italian uh, market and can be available for everybody. Because otherwise we try we, we risk to create too many things and then we risk not to be effective. Exactly. Mm. Thank you. Uh, I'll have to agree with my fellow panelists that you know it's 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 an opportunity, and you need to um, be in the game of becoming digital. Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I truly believe the risks of not and the risk of being left behind will be, it will be a bigger price to pay than to, to join and try to learn and follow technology and follow, like we do on shore. It's something that's coming and it's something that the shipping industry needs to eventually uh, embrace as well. Perfect. Then on time. Perfect. It's an opportunity. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.